I'm up here. Come up the stairs. Just, it's okay. Hey, Billy's dying of AIDS on the second floor. I feel like Anne Hathaway doesn't understand how it's, eggs work. It's... The guy's got a great dick. Hello and welcome. We are back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am once again your host, Brian Beckner, episode 91 of the show. Thank you very much for joining us. We're closing in on 100. Thank you very much for being a part of what we do here. Thank you for sharing this thing with your friends. It is very fun to entertain you. I would like to entertain more of you, so share what we do. Um, a way you can do that, well, first, the ways you can contact me via email. You know, somebody, a regular a regular caller to the show he tweeted at me this week and said, hey, what's the, like, a lot of you guys probably think I give this, these numbers out and these emails out too often, too much. It's annoying to you. And then a, a regular, I won't, I won't say his name or his moniker, but this guy, this is a guy you know. If you're hashtag team current episode, you'll know who this guy is. And this guy had to reach out he might have even left a voicemail for today's show. I'll just, I'll just give you that much. To ask me what the phone number was. And I say it on the show a couple times every day or every week. So here it is. Uh, if you want to reach out, well, a lot of people interested in shaming people. We've been doing a lot of shaming on the show. And, and if you're interested in shaming, uh, reach out via email, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. If you want to leave a voicemail and have your voice heard on the air, you can do that. If you dial... Mark 949-464-TBLS. As always, I, I implore you to go to Facebook to like our show, The Baller Lifestyle Podcast, on Facebook. Share our content there. Be a part of our conversation on Facebook. A lot going on there. So as always, I suggest you join us, join the conversation there. Joining me now, as always, it's Ed Daly co-host of the program. Ed, how you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm doing well. I've got uh, two, in the past week, I saw two good movies. Sicario. Oh, I really want to see that. Is it Badass. Sicario or Cesario? Oh, I mean, fuck. <laughs> Whatever. It's, Spanish. Yeah, okay. It's, me- it's mm-hmm. Mexican for Hitman. Yeah, oh, sweet. Or Mexican. It's Spanish for Hitman. Wow. But it, but it, t- it, takes, place, okay. it takes place in Mexico. Gotcha. So that's, that's mm-hmm. where I was going. Um, and uh, The Martian, I liked it. Oh, you know, Really? People, you know, I, I heard the critique that it was slow. I, I was interested. It was like kind of a, you know, it was it was probably like two hours and 20 minutes. It was a long movie, but Oof. like I was into it. It was a, there was a lot of, uh, you know, smart guy solving problems kind of shit. Like a castaway with lots of obstacles. Yes. Um, okay. I don't, I'm not, I'm, I'm de- I definitely want to see Cesario, but The Martian, I love Ridley Scott and Matt Damon, dreamy. Yeah, the, but yeah, Scott did a great job. I thought it was, you know, that's a big movie. There was a lot that went on, and I thought it was cool. It's kind of a castaway, and what what was that? Gravity. Yes. Uh, it's yes. kind of those kind of movies, like somebody stranded, and you got to see them solve problems. I thought it was cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm de- uh, yeah. I'm gonna check it out. Thank thanks for the uh, 
Thanks for the recos. Um, uh, any, anything else we need to get to before we get into the show? Are we? Do, should we discuss the the big sports topic of the day? Chase Utley. Oh. <laughs> My guy Utley. Chase Utley and his and his good hard nose slide into second base the yeah. other night for the just, Dodgers. Just clearly a dirty play Turn. and no attempt at the base. It was. It's supposed to be a double a, a double play. That was the way he should have been automatically out at first, and that was it. Is it? No, is it just me? But I feel like that play happens. Like that play wasn't an outlier. Like there's guys that s- slide that if make they slide into zero the base. attempt for the bag going for the player all the time, especially in the playoffs. Is it, am, am I wrong to think that? You're, if they make no attempt, it's supposed to be an out at first. I've definitely seen that. I watched. I, I I often will be doing stuff and would put the Orioles game on throughout the year, and you'd see like, all right, the guy's automatically out of first because there was no attempt. Like it, it just happens, and that was v- as blatant as one I have seen in years. I and, uh, yeah. know how. I definitely yeah. I I know that is the rule. I know that by rule he is out, and I just wonder how much they call that, especially in the playoffs. Um, but I'll take it. I mean, I like that my man Chase Utley was hustling down the line. He was working. He was going to make a play, and he did it. He may have turned the series in favor of my Dodgers. Ed, here's a here's a good sign when 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 somebody is vehemently defending something, you know they're in the wrong. Like all the Deflate Gate people were going crazy. Like, yeah, somebody cheated. Like you don't you you wouldn't you if it was no big deal. You'd be like, all right, let's move on, next play. But a lot of Dodger fans on social media are vehement, and that this is no big deal. Like, yeah, that you're wrong. I'm, I like to be one of those people, uh, just to draw people out. Because you know me, I'm I don't I don't care about anything. I mean, I do like the Dodgers, and uh, but you know, I'll I'm, I'm going to staunchly defend Chase Utley because he's my guy. He's been he's been on the Dodgers for a month. Yeah, and what, what's his what's his first name? <laughs> he's also called Chase. Yeah, but, <laughs> no, yeah. To that that reason alone, no, he, he should be called out of every game. Ed, let's get into let's. We got a couple of voicemails. One, I might need people to explain this to me <clears throat> because Evil Mechanics left a voicemail that is nonsensical. So we're sh- for sure going to play that. Um, let's let's start with our our old friend Mark the Nomad. Let's see what Mark had to say this week on the voicemail. Brian, Ed, Fancy, it's your boy Mark the Nomad. I. Uh wanted to call and leave a quick voicemail i want to throw some shame in there for someone and um i'll set the stage here i was in a uh an affluent neighborhood shopping at a whole foods of course no big deal and i was in line to check out and the person in front of me repeatedly tried to use apple pay on their iphone for no unsuccessfully probably a good 30 times and refused to pay with any other method and held the line up for what felt like a good 10 minutes because they had to pay with Apple pay despite their wallet being out and despite visible credit cards or debit cards in view on a scale of one to 10, how much shame should that person have had? And should I have spoken up and shamed them publicly? Thank you. Ed, does a a scale of one to 10, would that hold the amount of shame that this person deserves? No. No. But you know who also deserves a lot of shame? And this happens. You get price checks and all kinds of bullshit at uh, checkout. The manager. This is where the manager says, all right, step aside. 
and we can work on this issue. I've never been to a store where there wasn't like one unused cash register. So that's where you just usher everyone like, all right, we're going to deal with you on the side while you work out your issues and we'll move through the line with, with everyone else. Like the the manager deserves a lot of shame in this too, but, but this, the person and and at this story, I mean, you know, he made light of it, but like, my God, this could be the whitest story on earth. Yes, yeah. Whole Foods and Apple Pay, Jesus. Right. Well, I'm pretty sure Whole Foods is the only place that accepts Apple Pay. I mean, that's that's they're so sim- symbiotic there. Um, yeah, Apple Pay guy is a douche because you know one of those visible credit cards was l- the same account that the Apple Pay was linked to. He of just course, he just wanted to use his Apple Pay. Like sometimes when I fly, Ed, I'll do that thing where I'll get the boarding pass on my phone. Yeah, and, yeah. But I'm always concerned that it's not going to work and that I'm going to hold people up. So I'll have the I'll also print the boarding pass and right. keep it close. Right, because. Because you're a human being. Right. And I don't want to inconvenience other people ever. Right. This all comes down, it, I said it last week, almost all of these shaming things is because people are selfish assholes. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Okay. Good call, Mark. I'm glad you were able to get the number. Uh, now that we got the good call out of the way. Yeah. Let's get to this other one. This guy, Evil Mechanic, who, who has reached out to the show before and given us some good content, he seems to be addressing Mark the Nomad, and I'm not... Somebody's going to need to explain this to me because I don't exactly get it. Yeah. Mark, I was evil mechanic for years. Now I'm a different person. And it seems as though you become a different person. So this is where we sever ties. I'll always love you, bro. And I'll always love that weird-ass picture of Matt Stafford with the bald head. And I don't even know what you look like, but I can only assume it's half you. Love you, brother. T.R.I. for night. T.R.I. for night. What? Okay, I understood. He's talking about Mark the Nomad's Twitter avatar. And, but I, beyond that, I don't know. So Evil Mechanic, if you could clarify, or maybe don't, or maybe somebody. So you're just wor- working, you're having conversations through the show. Yeah. To, so maybe yeah. I should do that. And if, yeah. somebody, if somebody wants to help me move some chairs to my uh, mother-in-law's house. What? Man, you know, like we should just work our problems through the show and somebody yeah. takes care yeah, of it. Yeah, that's a good idea. See, yeah, reach out. Uh, okay, um, yeah, so if somebody maybe can sort that, sort out what Evil Mechanic was talking about that. Okay, we also have some emails. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Some people have reached out. People have really keyed into this shaming thing. Let's see what people have to say. Ed slash Brian, I've been wanting to shame this animal for quite some time. He is my boss. Let's just call him Superbag. Here are his list of deals. Always wants to tell me about his fantasy team and the details of his weekly matchups. Uh. Thinks he has super good judgment when buying wine. Ready to... (laughs) I love that one. (laughs) Ready to talk about his kids at any moment. Jesus. These are all boss power moves where you're just... You're, you've got a captive audience because you're their boss. Loves to tell you about his 4.30 a.m. workout. Uh, oh, Ed, you're not going to be ready for this one. Brace yourself. Okay. Plays Michael Jackson music throughout the office all the time. Where do you work? I could go on, but I think this is enough for today. Best, Reed, our old friend, Reed in Houston. Reed. 
this guy sounds like the worst guy ever. Oh man, Reed, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know what the job is, but it sounds like it's 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 just not working out. It, you it, got, yeah, you got to You got to You got to start. Yeah, polishing that resume. Tighten up yeah. that resume. Get on the phone with a headhunter. See what you can do. See where you can bounce to. I I do like this though. I like that Reed quietly made one of his boss's shaming bullet points a, a a brag about himself. Thinks that he has super good judgment when buying wine. Where the implication is that he oh, could not. He knows <laughs> he could not possibly top Reed's wine judgment, which I think is awesome. <laughs> Reed Reed loves golf. Reed loves the finer things, so I'm sure he has excellent yeah, judgment they, when buying wine. I usually defer because I don't. I like. I can't really. I do. I enjoy wine, but I'm not really like even close to an expert. So I usually pick a middle of the road one. I. I guess I could tolerate wine, but I, I probably hadn't haven't had a glass of wine in years. Mm, really? um, but I used to do the, uh, you know, the business dinner thing, and I yeah. hated it because, yeah. like, I if I was paying, you know, the, the salesman right. pays for the dinner, right? And so I was always with the, you know, the sommelier and being like, hey, uh, what do you think? And then he'd be pointing, and I just kind of tip his finger a little down, like, <laughs> yes. yeah, why don't, why don't we go in the middle here? I mean. Yeah, these guys aren't that yes, good the com- Yes, the company's paying for it, but like I'm going to have a tough time justifying the $800 bottle. What, what, if, what if you were – what if you had to buy the $800 bottle when the guy also wanted to order an extra steak to bring home oh, to his wife? Oh, that fucking asshole. He – God, I can – what was his name? Dave, Dave – the guy's name was Dave and he worked in – Dave oh. – I'm, pu- I'm putting his name out there. Oh. You know a guy named Dave – you're putting him on blast, Ed. Yeah. Dave on blast. Yeah. And he worked in Tennessee. Oh, unbelievable. That dude took, he took food home for his wife. Oh, unbelievable. We have listeners in Tennessee, by the way. Okay. Jensen, lady, thanks again for a great segment. I've got another social deviant that needs constant shaming. The uses a trackball mouse at work person. What is up with this piece of ISIS-designed torture apparatus? They don't provide any kind of ergonomic benefit. I mean, other than creating stretching space by clearing out any other person in the room when you use it. Not surprisingly, I find that most idiots I get called to help with something at their desk happen to be using this thing. Having it configured and set up with such high intensity that even Terry Schiavo would run this thing off the (laughs) side of the screen with ease... Quit being some hipster douche and use the regular mouse like the rest of us. I would definitely give my presidential vote to the candidate that puts people that use these into some kind of internment facility. Until next time, hashtag team current episode, hashtag team every episode, and a really great last hashtag here, hashtag TBL Ring of Honor inductee. <laughs> That's from at Rights of Bill. Ed, I don't I like I've seen I didn't know they still existed. This is the one is this the one with it's like it's like a big ball like that you move with your thumb? Uh yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean I'm a Mac guy. Yeah, I'm a Mac guy. And I, I, I use got, a trackpad. Yeah, but I just 
I don't know. I don't. I didn't know they exist. But those are the things that like crumbs can mess up the yes the mouse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on, that can't exist anymore. No. No. That I office agree. needs an overhaul. If you're if you're stuck on a PC, just use the fucking regular mouse that you move around on your desk. Like that that's works for everybody else. You click it with your fucking index finger. Like that's the thing. This right. this move around with your thumb bullshit. Also, they're huge. I've seen them. They're bullshit. And that person needs shame. I agree. Writes a bill. Here's another one. Hey guys, Ryan in Houston here. Parenthesis. The original at airstrike rhino my dose of shame goes out to the people who park along the curb in front of stores sometimes they leave the flashers on as if that suddenly projects a valid parking spot sometimes the engine is still running sometimes it's just shut off and straight up parked it doesn't matter they're all complete d-bags i promise if you asked any one of these people what the hell they think they're doing they'd all say oh i just have to run in real quick Yeah, jackass, that goes for all of us. We're all here to get in and out. Nobody comes to the grocery store to hang out. Now, not only are these monsters saying that their time is more valuable than everyone else's, but they're also blocking up the flow of traffic and further delaying other shoppers later. Ryan. Okay, you want to go ahead? Do you want to respond to this? Well, I'm with you that I I really can't stand people blocking traffic. Yeah. but I, I don't totally understand this. I mean, where I live, like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really know what kind of like the supermarket has a parking lot. I yeah. Don't, yeah. I'm confused what what he's talking about. Yeah, he's talking about the people that pull. And up. then I and then there are stores where you parallel parallel park in front of. I, is that what he's talking about? I don't. Yeah. I, yeah. He. Yeah. He's talking about the people that pull up to the red curb directly in front of the store. Oh well, you know what you're supposed to do there. What's that? Take, take your shopping cart. Give them a little reminder that it's not a great idea to park there. Okay. Well, I'll tell you. I don't – like this person probably does need shame, but I'll tell you this. I do this all the time. Of course you do. I do. You, you, you're microwaving fish at, at, uh, I also at the micro- office. I also microwave fish. But I'll tell you what I do. I pull up. And then I'll let the passenger out to go in the store and I'll chill. And I, I may or may not put the hazards on. I may, I usually I don't, I just sit there. But what I'll do is I'll keep one. I'll have the left eye on my phone, seeing what's up, like checking out Twitter, Instagram, like all my, all my social media. And then I'll just keep one eye on the rear view. And if somebody pulls up behind me, like they need to go, I'll do a loop around the parking lot and then right back up to the front to wait for my person. What? Yeah. So I, I, I'm aware. You're a bad, you're a bad dude. I'm aware dude. of the people coming and Fuck I, away. I get out of their way. <laughs> but yeah, so I sort of do that. Uh, okay. Here's another one. Gents, I have a couple shamings to discuss both at the gym. Gym's a great place for shame. The first issue is with an unknown guy. We'll just call Captain McStink. This guy happened to roll up to an elliptical machine that was right next to the one I was using. Within seconds, the stench of B.O. and sour clothes choked the air between us. I tried turning my head to breathe from the other side, but it was no match for the poisonous cloud. I immediately left the area and made sure to stay a safe distance for the rest of my time that day. Can't this guy be arrested? The other problem... (laughs) is a locker room one, and I, a lot of people know about this one, the post-shower guy who dries himself under the hand dryers uh, all no. of himself. 
can we agree that this isn't okay? May ne- neither of you ever experience any of this. That's from Rome Show. That's that's somebody who's really proud to show off their equipment. Yeah. Right? Yes. Like, you, you would never... If you had a small dick, you would never be doing that. No. It's always right. it's always a guy that really just wants to let you know, hey, I got I got a good size cock and I'm gonna dry. Also, you shouldn't have enough fucking pubes that you need to blow it dry. Like keep that yeah. trimmed up. Keep it keep it about, in line. What about towels? Yeah, pretty, use a fucking I mean, towel. Yeah. My whole life towels have worked. I don't I don't use a blow dryer in my home. To dry myself, I use a towel. I towel myself dry. Towels, I mean, it's great technology. They like work. They work. They work fine unless you get those European ones. Here's another thing: like a lot of guys, I feel like don't need. Yeah, if you're in the early morning rush, like okay, you're one of these guys. You hit the gym on the way to the office. Yeah, you got to take a shower afterward and head to work. If you're if you're going to the office after the gym. Otherwise, you're the smelly guy in the office. You can't have that. Right. Um, But then you got the guy who's going home. Or the the nighttime shower guy. Or the nighttime shower. Like, what? Yeah. Just, hey, guy, go get in your shitty car with your fucking disgusting, sweaty body and go home and take a fucking shower at home. You don't need to shower at the gym just because they have showers at the gym. You, sir, have an agenda. You are doing a little trolling also. Gyms, don't go in the steam room mm. unless you're looking for something to happen. Well, that's, I mean, steam rooms are bathhouses, right? Yeah, they're bathhouses. They're, it's, it's just a mecca for gay sex. That's all that's happening in there. It's, Travolta has been known to stalk his prey in steam rooms. <laughs> Stay out of the steam room. Dudes go in there naked. Just saying. I don't mind a steam, but I, I like to be the only guy in there. Unless it's a co-ed steam room. <laughs> And in which case you're in a 1986 comedy. Yeah, I feel like those don't exist. <laughs> those, like those only existed at like sleepovers when when we were ten. Right. Well, of. I like those. They should. They, should yeah. bring, they, should they were. Those back. They were. They served their purpose, but I don't think that really happens. They should, they should bring really those back. Sure. I was really yeah. into those. Uh, okay, Ed. Um, let's. It's, this is a sports talk show. We've di- digressed so much. I mean, we talked a little Chase Utley and his his, his heroic. Hard nose play at second base the other night that may or may not have turned the series for the Dodgers. But we need to know, like, what else is going on in the world of sports? What do we need to know? What's happening? All right. Well, let's start at the elite level freshman football. West Salem High School freshman quarterback Garrett Moore was suspended from his Oregon school for three days because he inappropriately touched another student. In Moore's case, the other student he inappropriately touched was the guy snapping him the ball. He said the center instructed him to take the snap further forward in his stance than he had with other centers. Quote, he wanted me to go way up there, and it felt very uncomfortable, Moore said. I was like moving my hands, and I touched him, and he started laughing. I guess it, I tickled him. I wouldn't mean to. That's kind of weird. Moore also went on to say the center is a bully, knocking him to the ground earlier in practice and kneeing him in the crotch later in practice. Four days later, Moore was called into the principal's office, and after an administrator had, had a couple of conversations with him and the center, he was suspended. 
Brian, how come the minute Marcus Mariota leaves that state, the entire state of Oregon goes batshit crazy? It's a good question. I, I think we can all read between the lines here that the, the center here is the bad guy, correct? Yeah. Yes. And, Obviously. And, and the thing is, when you have a bully, I mean, I'm taking this kid's word for it. I mean, who knows what's going on. But when you have a bully, the coaches and administrators know. Like, you know, yeah. everyone knows yeah. who the bully is. Yes. So, like, this could easily be worked out. Those administrators are assholes. Yeah, well, everybody's so fucking scared that that somebody's going to bring a fucking homemade clock to school that they're, that, that they're freaking out, that they have to be overly PC and politically correct, and they don't want, you know, they don't want their name in the newspaper. So they go, they go completely the opposite direction, and this guy's, you know, this kid's just playing football. Here's one thing, though. That that's here's how I know this. I played freshman football, mm-hmm. and those fucking linemen are so fat and sweaty and disgusting. And their their football pants. It's not like they're bringing those home <laughs> to fucking I, wash I, them. I played line in in, in school. I was an undersized lineman, but they're yeah. not all fat and sweaty. Oh, I'm sorry. But all of them besides Ed Daly. <laughs> fat and disgusting, and they're, 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 you can see the ball sweat accumulating on their football pants after practice has been going for like fucking 20 minutes. So there's no way somebody's going to go out of their way to put their hands on these fucking guys' nuts. It just it doesn't pass the smell test, so to speak. Ed, would you agree? Right, and I saw the picture, and he looks like a freshman boy who's playing quarterback, whereas... Yeah, a kid. You know, there's no way the center is getting bullied by, by the, a guy that size. No, of course not. It just... It, and it, yeah. the good thing about bullies is I, I, maybe a year and a half ago, I saw my, the middle school bully that, you know, he, he, he didn't really target me specifically, but like at one point or another, he kind of targeted everyone, and... He reached his full height in like sixth grade. <laughs> That's great. That's you know, great. like I grew like another nine inches yeah. from the time I last. You know, he last grew, That's and so great. I saw him, and he was like, he was not imposing at all. He was like five eight. You know, it was it was he towered over kids, and like he's just yeah. he's just no. a guy like he's average height. You know, he's there's nothing remarkable about him, and I was thinking like, how this fucking, fucking guy, guy terrorize people? people? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you look back and you're like, wait, I probably could have kicked his ass then. Yeah. Uh, okay, what else is going on in the world of sports, Ed? Well, now we're going to maybe – we've talked about what's the worst football matchup. And yesterday's Cowboys-Pats game. Mm. That's, those are some unlikable fans. That's true. But let's see. That's true. After the Cowboys got their asses handed to them uh, by the Patriots and Jerry, Jerry World Sunday, things got even uglier in the parking lot. A fight took place in Lot 10 of the stadium about two hours after the game ended. After receiving a report of a fight, uh, police were en route when they heard a gunshot. The suspected shooter was arrested after he tripped over a retaining wall and went to the hospital as well with injuries presumably sustained in that fall. According to the Dallas Morning News, the the suspected shooter has been charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. An eyewitness to the fight added this fun detail. The suspect was egged on by a crowd of people telling him to kill the victim. Brian, we've, we've both been on record describing how awful Cowboys fans are, but considering the opponent 
was probably a Patriots fan. Are we positive those Cowboys fans did anything wrong? It's 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 a tough one. I I got a side on. I, well, yeah. just don't know. Yeah, I'm just he, saying, like we need more facts. Yeah, he, I'm anti-gun. He could have been very Bostonian. <laughs> like I I don't know many Patriots fans that have acted in a way that they didn't deserve to be shot. Yeah, he yeah, he probably had that accent. He probably was like holding up his hand like pointing to Tom, yeah. Tom Brady's rings like they yeah. were on his finger. Right. He, he for sure would have had a jersey on. Of course. Um, Gronk. Yeah, oh, he's yeah, Gronk. idolizing Gronk. Yeah, loving Gronk. Um the thing is is that like how did the Texas Stadium Cowboys Stadium parking lot turn into the to to the final scene from uh, Sean Penn and Esai Morales' movie Bad Boys. <laughs> Finish him. Like, just <laughs> calm the fuck down on your fucking murder lust, people. Like, Dallas, Jesus. Like, how about maybe, like, the rest of you guys also had guns, right? It's Dallas. Like, everybody had a gun. How about right. you guys get your guns out, too? Because you all have, like, a real hard-on to be, like, fucking Bruce Willis. Like, you're always like, if I would have been there and I had my gun. Meanwhile, people are getting out their guns, fucking killing people and shooting Patriots fans, and you guys are just cheering them on. Let's- and the best is yeah. this, this, you know, somebody could die. I don't – they said he's in serious condition. Yeah. Um, somebody could die – and I have a good feeling the argument started over, like, a guy bragging about Grunk. Yeah. <laughs> like, what a dumb reason to die. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's you, – you realize that your football team does not give a shit about you. Like, no one <laughs> – Not as, at all. No one associated with your football team would piss on you if you were on fire. They, all they Certainly. want is your money, uh, and all they want is the TV money associated with being an NFL franchise. Yeah. Jerry Jones, he's he gave millions of dollars to uh, what's uh, Greg Hardy. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't care yes. about humanity. Yes. Greg Hardy, arguably the worst person on the face of the earth. I mean, even Jim Nance took a hard stance yes. on Greg Hardy yesterday. Like he started hammering. When Jim Nance turns on you, you're fucked. You're a horrible human being. You know what I do love is that the Seahawks lost to the Bengals yesterday, and I've, of course. I've I realize that there's this sentiment now that I fucking love is that we live in a time where everyone has their favorite team and their second favorite team is whoever's playing the Seahawks. Yeah, that's a good really. We we've we've done enough Russell Wilson stories. Yes. Everyone everyone hates Russell Wilson and I love that. That, that fucking turd. Yeah, I lo- I do love that. And and you know for years of them being so proud that they're the twelfth man, they're yeah. helping their team. We're, like, we're loud. We're so we're loud. loud. Yeah, their loudness got them shit for like four decades. Yeah, exactly. I love it. I love it too. Uh, you know, Seahawks were one of those teams where I was always like, "Wait, the Se- is that a team?" Like, I they they never really they're way up there in the no. corner, and they never made the playoffs, and it they was, never moved the needle. They never. never did. And then they were they were in the AFC forever, and then all of a sudden they were in the NFC, and I feel like they were in the NFC like three or four years before I even realized it. Like they really were the least remarkable. They're like team the Houston the Astros. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> They're just nobody. Wh- nobody outside of Houston noticed that team move to the American League until like this year. I was still. I'm like, why are the Astros playing the Royals in the playoffs when they're in the National League? Until like it took, and they're a good team. They're a really good team, but like until they were a good team, nobody even knew they were in the American League. You know, the Astros 
great gear. They have yeah. some of the best uniforms. I love those old J.R. Richard yeah. throwbacks when they put those on. Awesome. The orange ones with the star. Yeah, yeah. Really, Very solid. really And that was, that was break, Bad News Bears breaking training. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, Ed, speaking of bad guys. What do you got? I think we can all agree that people that decorate their homes for Halloween are usually either pedos or sociopaths or just <laughs> run-of-the-mill assholes. Yeah, like when people people put like a full set of tombstones on their front lawn. God, like, hey, pump the brakes a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just calm the fuck down. Like, I, I get it. Like, maybe carve a couple jack o' lanterns. We have, we have, we don't have anything. I'm in an apartment building, yeah. so I don't have. But like, yeah, we'll we'll do the the carving. You with get, the kids, you get it. You get a haul when you when you trick or treat a, an apartment building. Like the doors are seven feet apart from each other. Oh yeah, you know. You don't have to go far, and you, yeah, they're full. They they still have Halloween candy from last year. Yeah, yeah, it's so. But some people take it a little too seriously. They can't help yeah. themselves, Ed. So they set up a haunted house slash rape mm. dungeon in their garage <laughs> in an effort to terrorize slash bait the neighborhood children into fearing slash submitting to them. <laughs> And of course, Ed, like an arms race for aging neighborhood weirdos, these guys are always trying to outdo each other with a new Friday the 13th or Evil Dead themed horror scene. Well, Ed, some dipshit in New Jersey of all places may have set the bar for Halloween creepiness. From the story, a horrifying Halloween display in New Jersey was removed after the man responsible said he was harassed and saw his front lawn vandalized. Poor guy. The props on a front lawn on Cleary Avenue in Butler, New Jersey. Do you know what exit that is, Ed? I don't know Butler, so I'm guessing it's... Well, it it could be... I don't know South Jersey beyond Atlantic City. Yeah. Um, And... You know, West it West, West Jersey, Jersey is the same as probably East California, right? Like, not at all like, not at all like the coast. Like, like a lot of hillbillies. Yeah, it's just different people. Got like, you. It's totally different. Well, his this guy's props included an Islamic State prisoner bleeding in a cage, what? a masked ISIS warrior clutching <laughs> a machete, and President. Barack Obama armed in ISIS attire. Hmm, wonder if he's got a political stance. This looks like the shit you see on the fucking National Mall in DC, like people protesting, and this shithead's got it on his in his Halloween display. Neighbors said they're happy to see the appropriate decor inappropriate decorations go. Quote, I don't think those kinds of decorations are called for on Halloween, said Steve <laughs> Hugna- Hugnell. Just just Halloween, they're not inappropriate? <laughs> no, they're, they're fine for Christmas. Right. The, the homeowner behind the decorations said he took them down last night after he received threats and saw some of the props stolen. He did not wish to identify himself today, but said that he has gone to the police. I bet he's one of these guys that really distrusts the police, too, so it was probably very difficult for him to go to the police. <laughs> like he took a shower and cried in the shower for a half hour after that moment. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Ed, who would you rather live next door to? This guy or an actual member of ISIS? <laughs> you know, you know where you stand with the, with the members of ISIS. This guy. Yeah. This guy, you're not sure if he's yeah. going to murder you or he's just got a weird sense of humor. 
Right. Uh, and this guy's a lost cause. Like, I feel like you get one of those ISIS guys over here and they're like, oh, this fucking America's pretty nice. Like, it's not like all the prop- propaganda Mullah Omar's been selling us. Like, people have fucking food and they're nice and shit. Like, I, I might stay a while. This guy, this guy's got it too good. He's, he's, he can't be converted. Yeah. I don't know where Butler, New Jersey is. Yeah. But it's definitely not around here because people are a little respectful of like, like they they don't find the humor in terrorism. Like <laughs> being right by, no, but I'm saying like, if, this is a particularly sensitive area. Like Hoboken probably lost like a hundred something people yeah, in the trade center. Like it's it's very touchy. But I I do I. I do love like this guy's in Butler, New Jersey, and thinks like ISIS is a big joke. Like, hey, I'm in, I'm in my New Jersey town. Like, nobody can touch me. I'm yeah, I'm gonna joke about it. Like, fuck you. They they should say to this guy like, listen, we're not gonna put you in jail. We're just gonna send you over there. We're gonna send you over there. <laughs> right. See, you know, you don't have to stay long. We're just gonna send you over there for like two days. Yes. That's yeah. your punishment. <laughs> then you can go back to hanging <laughs> ISIS decorations. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. And then just give him an airdrop and be like, all right. Uh, come back to the embassy after two days. Always, oh yeah, it's always the last guy that's going to volunteer that's the most fired up about it. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So fuck that guy. Okay, no. Ed, sticking to a regimented meal plan is so fucking difficult. You know what it's like. Sure. You watch what you eat. You work out, and if you're anything like me, occasionally when you see some results. And you know you should be doubling down on your routine. You'll instead reward yourself with like a delicious cheeseburger. Yeah, you're like, that's right. That's right. I, I, you know what? I've been busting my ass. Like yeah. time for time for a burger. Yeah. You notice you're like, man, these pants used to be so tight and now they're fitting a little bit looser. I think I'll have seven IPAs during the football game this weekend. Of course. Of course. Well, Ed, Stephen Asante is just like you and me. Mm-hmm. The only difference is he weighs more than four of us. <laughs> he wanted to commemorate his recent 20-pound weight loss, which took him from a robust 800 pounds. <laughs> 20 pounds is a rounding error, buddy. To a svelte 778 in only three months. <laughs> he wanted to celebrate with a celebratory pizza pie ad, so he called for a delivery. Unfortunately, at the time, he was in a hospital under a specific meal plan so he could get down to his goal weight of 550 pounds, which would make him eligible for gastric bypass surgery. Now, Ed, he's facing, his, he's facing eviction and his enabler slash dad isn't too happy about it. Quote, if he comes home and I do get him up the stairs somehow... Some way he's going to go right back to his eating habits, Stephen Vallette said. Never good, never good sign when the dad and the son have different last names. <laughs> and much like you would imagine an 800-pound beast sort of resembling a human to be, Asante is blaming the hospital for his pizza craving. <laughs> wow. Well, I don't feel like I broke the rules, he said in an online online post, I was on a care plan and you could have implemented on that care plan that I had an addiction to ordering out food. You guys knew from the get-go the moment I got admitted there. Asante went on to blame the hospital staff for allowing the pizza delivery man to enter his hospital. Rhode Island Hospital completely sickens me, he said. You broke the rules, not me. Ed, 
fat people love to blame other people for their problems, by the way. <laughs> Ed, what's the most depressing part of the story? This fat ass being craned onto the second floor of his old man's place? The fact that under strict hospital supervision, a guy the size of a small Guernsey cow only lost 20 pounds in three months? Or bedpan duty in the obesity oh, ward at no. Rhode Island Hospital? I never thought about that. Yeah. You're that big, you can't shit yourself. The smallest state in the Union has got a lot of shit. Yeah. Uh, like you said, dad slash enabler. Like, his dad's afraid now he's now that he's out of the hospital program, like, oh, that'll kill him. Well, guess what? If he's upstairs, yeah, you, he can lose that. He can get to that ideal weight in no time. Yeah, just don't bring him any food. Stop, stop yeah. fucking bringing or, the wheelbarrow up the stairs, Dad. Or you bring him a fucking salad. Yeah, bring him a right? salad. And then he's like, oh, no, I'm still hungry. Well, guess what? That's what being an adult is like. Yeah, what, like, what's he going to do? When you're hungry, do? like, if you're eating enough to sustain yourself... You'll 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 lose the weight. Imagine though he he has to call out for everything, and it's not like he can come down the fucking stairs. So he, probably, Dad, I said I wanted pizza. Yeah, he, well, he probably waits till the old man leaves, and then he orders a few dozen pies, and is like, "Hey, just come inside." And then he's got to call him up the stairs. He's like, "I'm up here. Come up the stairs. Just it's okay." And and you know the pizza boy's like, "What the." Fuck? fuck is going on here like there's there's a fucking it sounds like job of the hut is calling for me from the top of the stairs oh, i'm not going oh, up there oh oh oh, <laughs> oh god don't solo oh, oh, oh. um yeah but you know it would be the, the best move if the dad had to go out and he's like fuck i can't I, you know i don't want him calling anybody just slide the the phone like two inches out of reach and that guy can't get it uh, yeah, exactly. He's, he can't. I mean, he cannot move two extra inches. When you're 800 pounds, like you know, that's where you are. Yeah, you you need someone to do all of that stuff for you. So, all these guys, every anybody that gets super obese like this, there's always the behind that story. There's always like a sister or a mom or in this case a dad that's bringing like multiple buckets of fried chicken every day that's right. wiping their ass literally cleaning up their shit like cleaning their folds rolling them over so they don't get bed sores like you cannot it's it's a team it takes a village ed <laughs> it takes a village to make to make a uh, Haystacks Calhoun Jr. Yes exactly <laughs> Haystacks Calhoun looks like fucking yeah. uh uh, uh uh, decathlete compared yeah. to this guy. Well, you know, it's funny. I mean, have you ever seen a rerun of Dukes of Hazard? Yes. Like, Boss Hog? Not that fat. Yeah, pretty much an average American. Oh, no, I know. I remember thinking, I remember when he died, I was like, holy shit. I remember him being such a fat ass, and he's just like sort of portly. Like, not, yeah, he's, not super fat. No, same, uh, I, same I can. with um, I, I, Curly I, I, Howard. We, like, we've talked about it. I stri- oh, yeah. Curly you watch the Three Stooges. Big guy. And you, Curly Howard is not really a fat guy. He's like you would a little say chubby. He's a big guy. You would say he's a big guy. Yes. But but I, I don't know. I, 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 I struggle. You know, I have my good moments and bad moments with, you know, how I'm eating and treating myself. But, like, when you get to the point where you can't move, that's somebody else's problem, too. Like, it's not – like, yeah, the dad is is the real problem here. Um. 
Yeah, for sure. It's the it's always the enablers. It's always the enablers. Uh, okay, Ed. I, I thought you'd like this one. Okay. Noted shitty delivery pizza chain Domino's is mm-hmm. bringing its special brand of cardboard and ketchup pies to a place that's <laughs> sorely in need of some decent pizza. <laughs> Milan, Italy. <laughs> Where they're planning to open a store next year. Ed, does it surprise you that the company who famously adopted the marketing strategy of our pizza is now slightly less shitty than it used to be is trying to sell (laughs) shitty ice to discerning Eskimos? (laughs) This is amazing. It's amazing. How how is this happening? There's no way it'll be successful. No, of course not. (laughs) Just think about one. These people in Europe love nothing more than the five-hour dinner. Yes, exactly. So, so a 20-minute 20, 20 or less piece of shit in a cardboard box is not going to get them excited. They don't, they don't value speed when they pick their meals. No, they want to go to a cafe and have a couple of bottles of <laughs> wine and fucking espresso and uh, like be out and enjoying themselves. But you, you know how like uh, – I was just thinking, you know, the like the Olive uh, Olive Garden commercial where they get the grandma from Italy to come over and they bring her to Olive Garden. She's like, oh, so authentic. Yeah. But yes. Like, I would love to see the commercials that they're going to do to like advertise. Hey, we're in Italy now. Like, Mamma Mia, this so pizza is so fresh. Uh, it's, it's so amazing how they put the hot dogs in the crust. Uh. <laughs> oh, it's 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 just like Mama used to make, where she jammed eighteen pounds of cheese inside the crust. It's a cheeseburger on a pizza. Look at that! It's ingenious, Mama. Look. Oh, Mama! Look at this dessert pizza. I always thought I could use a fudge sundae on top of my pizza. It's a Mama. It's a donut pizza. It's a pizza with the donuts. Oh, the Americans have outdone themselves. Hot dog and cheese in my crust. Like what? The, the, like no wonder fucking everybody hates us. The audacity to think the only people that are gonna buy. Domino's Pizza in Milan, Italy, are shitty American tourists. Yeah, with their with their fanny packs. <laughs> yes, exactly. I bet. I bet the, there's there's a a one hundred percent chance that someone eating Domino's Pizza has a fanny pack. Joining us now, it is time for Fancy Pop with our very own pop culture correspondent, Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Hey guys, how's it hey, going? Kay. Uh, Kate, what is going on? We don't have any life coaching this week. We've been, we've been on a real roll with life coaching, but nobody reached out for any help with their life problems. So I will, I will. We did it. We fixed it. Yeah, we, we've solved everybody's problems, but in case someone has one, because you know, new problems pop up. We have a hotline guys. You can call us, leave us a message, you can email us. Leave but leave a, the message for us, not for somebody else. We got voicemail before. Two guys were talking to each other. <laughs> oh, really? That was a little weird. That was a little <laughs> yeah. weird. I'm not sure what was going on there. Uh, okay, yeah, 949-464-TBLS or mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Reach out with your sex and relationship questions, fashion, culinary, anything. <laughs> yeah. Any, anything anything you need help with, we're here to help. Uh, okay, Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? Well, I think this might be the biggest story of the past week, and I know you guys are itching to talk about this. 
the pictures of Bieber's dong oh my that God. landed on the internet. Oh, my God. We finally got to see what little JB was swinging it's, around. I mean, the guy's got a great dick. What can I say? It's it's really it's just a bummer. Yeah, it's like, like it's, it's like it's like a, a Nazi winning the lottery. Like you just it's not you huge did, though. It's well, it's, it was it was it was only semi rigid. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, it he wasn't was, like he walked he out with a, a semi. It wasn't like he walked out with a fro- frozen rope. Yeah, but he's got a nice cock. Yeah, like the guys, the guys. The, there's a, a nice reason. Cock. There's a reason the, he's so confident. The one thing we were hoping for. Didn't come true. Yeah, that he had a small cock. Okay, so yeah. by far the yeah. best thing, though, to come out of the story, that was Bieber's dad, Jeremy's response. Yeah. In a okay. very, very creepy tweet that read, what do you feed that thing? Hashtag proud daddy. Yes. So, uh, so well, gross. Now we see where he, get his, where he gets his douchebaggedness from. <laughs> a refresher course on Bieber's dad. This is from Defamer. He's allegedly... Abandoned Bieber's mother, roundhouse, kicked a woman in the face, harassed a flight attendant so badly that she cowered in a cockpit, thrown a dog off a balcony, and trashed an apartment paid for his son. He dresses like every day is Halloween during the year Malibu's Most Wanted came out. Basically, yeah, he, wears like he should affliction. be the face he of He wears vaping. like affliction t-shirts, yeah. He, <laughs> he is not... Yeah. I, I mean, the only thing I heard about Bieber when he was, when he was a kid was... It was him and his mom and yeah. all this. I didn't even know about it, Dad. So yeah. he must be—he must be one of those guys who's like, "Oh, wait a second, you're famous. Maybe I do he's like a being delinquent a delinquent dad who's definitely cashed in on his fame, whose approval he sadly yeah, is dying that's to unfortunate. get. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't um, trade having a big dick for having Justin Bieber's dad be my dad. Jeremy Biebs. I also, I think I'm the same age as Justin Bieber's dad. <laughs> so they make it kind of hard. Hashtag proud daddy. Yeah, but uh, like Justin Bieber, he should be proud of his dick. Like there's nothing. He's got it I'm going pretty on. sure he's proud of it. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, okay, Kate. What Moving else is going on? Moving on. My next, uh, my next three stories have a definite theme. Yeah. Bieber's dick. No. Yeah. We reported back in June that John Stamos was uh, arrested for driving under the influence. His silver bands swatted, um, spotted swerving dangerously through Beverly Hills. Now it's been reported that he was allegedly under the influence of GHB. Yes. A sedative perhaps known best as a date rape drug. I mean, is that, is that, that's not Molly? That's, no. no it's, a, it's a little more intense. I think it's actually like a Molly. steroid or something. But it's, Oh, that's the well, Janikowski. Yeah. It's yeah, also yeah, used by yeah. bodybuilders as a muscle yeah. builder and a sleep aid. Yeah. And Stamos sources have said that the actor was trying to lean out body mass uh-huh. in advance for filming uh, for Fuller I House. Mean, the guy's like 5'4". For Fuller like, House? Like right. 6% body fat. Does anyone <laughs> noticing anything on that show? <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on. He, he can just wake up and roll out of bed, and he's going to be the best-looking guy on the set. And yes. he's got his own new yeah. sitcom, Grandfather. That guy's fucking beautiful. So yeah, he's, he's, since then, he's completed 30 days of rehab. My what grandmother would call him a handsome devil. Yeah, he is. He, he's, he's, he's one of those guys that's gotten better with age, yeah, I think. He's so. like, he, he gets more handsome every year. The yeah. guy's in his 50s yeah. now. He's beautiful. He's good uh, and, he, and he clearly likes to party. Like, he probably didn't think the GHB, he was expecting the GHB to kick in when he got there. It probably that's a weird a thing too to, early. That's a weird thing to take, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that only it's supposed probably, to just sedate someone? Like, no, don't it, makes, it gives you... It makes you feel like sort of like, um, like really like loose and like kind of drunk. It was a but, party. It was a it was okay. a part, big party drug for quite a while. Yeah. 
Oh, I, I thought it was remember? just to pretty much lights out for people. I don't remember what he was doing press for, but he went down to Australia yes. and he that infamous yes. morning show. That was the ambient, was like ambient. On, awake on ambient. Yes. Yeah, great. you don't want to be awake on ambient. Okay. Uh, he's one of those guys. Like, hey, don't drink and drive. Yes, but nobody got hurt, and I'm like, I'm always in John Stamos's corner. I don't know why. Don't don't drink and drive, but yeah, I'm I'm a I I don't watch. I have never really watched Full House, but I maybe he's just so damn handsome. Yeah, I'm always a fan of that guy. It could be. I wouldn't mind leaning out a bit, so I'm gonna try and score some GHB. Yeah, me too. I've been trying. I've been trying to lean out. Let you know how that goes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. moving on. Um, renowned Cuckoo's actor Randy Quaid of movies such as oh, Independence geez. Day and National Lampoon's Vacation yeah. and his wife Evie were taken into custody in rural Vermont Friday night after attempting to cross the border from Canada into the U.S. Um, according to a press release, U.S. Customs referred to the Quaids as fugitives from justice. The couple is wanted in Santa Barbara on cha- charges of felony vandalism. Um, in 2010, Quaid and Evie were caught squatting in the guest house of their former home and caused $5,000 worth of damage. Um, since then, it's been reported that the Quaids had skipped several court appearances and had fled to Canada, citing the fear that if they stayed in California, they would be killed by the, quote, Hollywood mm. star whackers. Mm. A quasi-Illuminati cabal, they believe, are responsible for the death of Heath Ledger and the downfall of Lindsay Lohan. Mm. I love these two. <laughs> you know... <laughs> I love them. It, it's, it's the best that, like, this story, it ultimately comes down to the Hollywood narcissism, even though he's way off the grid. Yeah, totally. Like, he, think, he thinks he's a target. He thinks that anyone if cares the, about him. If people were targeting character actors from the 80s, like, Rick Moranis would be dead, long dead. This guy, he, he's, you know, he was funny as Cousin Eddie, but, like, who gives a shit? They're legit yeah, crazy, that's though, the thing. He's, a, he's a pretty good actor, but he's Yeah, he a, was in some great movies back in the day. He's a fucking movie star, and if he could only have stayed on his meds, he would still be clocking big fucking paychecks every year. Yeah. Um, his his brother is the bigger target. Yeah, well, his brother is another one of these guys that's fucking beautiful. Like, have you of seen course. the guy? Yeah, that's got to be a tough gig when you're Randy and your brother is just handsome yeah. McGee. They have the same DNA. And, and yeah. Dennis Quaid is... It's hard is, being the less attractive he's, sibling. He's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. He's a gorgeous man. And, and then yeah. his brother's Randy. Yeah, he really is. He's very that. handsome. And he's aging well. He is. He really is. Jeez, all these hot guys. I might have to take care of myself yeah, after this yeah, show. Yeah, I might. I might have to. I'm. I'm. I'm already at semi. Uh, yeah, I might have to lean out my two messes after this. <laughs> okay, you too. Okay, continue, Kato. All right, in the trifecta last night, serial plagiarist with a substance abuse problem. Ed's favorite, Shia LaBeouf, yeah. was arrested and booked for misdemeanor public intoxication in Austin, Texas. Witnesses told TMZ that an angry and heavily impaired LaBeouf ran down the street after being denied entry to a bar, jaywalking in front of police, who asked him to stop, and when he didn't, put him in cuffs. So he's essentially Lohan now, right? Like, he's just way off. Yeah, he's like that. Who's that Amanda Bynes? He's mentally ill. Yeah, like, somebody somebody needs to. He's mentally yeah. ill and is abusing substances. Yes, not which is a, a, what a lot of people combo. mentally ill people do. That's right. And the guy gets fucking arrested. Like, 
I don't, like, I've been very drunk. Also, he gets around. Yeah. Last time he was arrested he was in, in Berlin. Berlin. Now yeah. he's in Austin. Yeah. L.A. Yeah. Remember he got arrested? Didn't he he's get kicked out of Cabaret? He's uh, going to Broadway yeah. shows. Yeah. He's yeah. clearly mentally uh, yeah. ill. Yes. Well, he was on it. probation after that um, Cabaret show incident for six months. So this, this is like seven months later. So good timing. Like, otherwise he would have been in big trouble. If anyone um, yeah. spots me at a Broadway show, I should immediately be committed, like straight jacket. When yes. people go to Broadway shows, Ed, Ed they're Ed. they're looking for you. Ed, you yes. you have been known to take they're in like, a Broadway is, show. Like, what is, is this leaf falling from the tree? It's like what 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 is happening here? You're just singing about shit you're looking at. R- raise your hand if you're one of the people that's seen Rent on this podcast right now. Uh, Ed, my hands not raised. Ed, I see your hand so up from ma- here. So, so, so many goddamn, goddamn counting seconds, seconds and minutes. Hey, Billy's dying of AIDS on the second floor. Hey, it's hard being young and in New York City trying to pay the rent. Hey, let's count the minutes before like, one of us dies. I feel like Ed's trying to top your Nickelback. Yeah, he's he's, he's topped it. He's topped the fuck out of it. Uh, okay, Kate, what else is going on in the world of pop um, culture? A few weeks ago, I talked about Taylor Swift's boyfriend, DJ producer oh, Adam this, Calvin I Harris, while story. visiting a popular Hollywood massage parlor. Mm. Apparently, Tay Tay has given him the boot yeah. because of this. Um, apparently, when the photos got posted on Radar Online, Taylor said to him, what the fuck? And rather than come clean about what really happened, yeah. which is... He said he, said he was he getting... Got a handy. His, he had psych, sciatica. He claimed um, an insider. <laughs> sciatica. This is, this, is always, this is always suspect. Yeah. Claims that he lied to her, gave her some excuse that his masseuse was sick and he right. needed his right. shoulder worked I on. I need my shoulder worked on by chicks that jack dudes off. And shoulder... <laughs> and, 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 and Shoulder meaning dog. And by sh- yeah, yeah, by shoulder, my shoulder is located right on my cock. Maybe, maybe, it's, maybe his dong's so big it has a joint in it. Like maybe dog. that's the shoulder. Maybe his dong actually has a shoulder. So apparently those two are done. Uh, yeah, I, I got to think. It, I don't know how you could have a relationship with Taylor Swift. Like yeah. regardless of her personality annoying. at this point, she's, she's so she's so big. Like she's too famous. She, she has the upper hand in every yeah. way. Like no matter who she's with yeah. right now, like she's. She's so big, like it, it, like like a Madonna. Like there's certain people. Like I don't I don't know how you also, could deal with the only the, the only guy that can date her is Barack Obama. Every guy <laughs> that she's um, attached to, she's you know yeah. immediately they're she, talking marriage, which gonna, would suck. She's going to be writing a song about um, Thai massage. <laughs> yeah. Farmers oh yeah. In Hollywood. Yeah. Wow. All right. <laughs> Uh, is last, that it, Kate? No, last no. but not okay. least. This is my, I've left my favorite story. What do you got for us? For last. Oh, hold on, hold on. Do you think that Calvin Harris, unlike Ed Daly, was actually able to transact a happy ending at the Thai massage parlor? Because Ed Daly was not able to do that. You know, in my defense, my, my Thai massage took place in Thailand, right. so there was a language barrier. If you're in Los Angeles... I'm pretty sure you could get the words yeah. out. Yeah, but all they do is jack people off. Like, you uh, could, weren't able to communicate that. I don't think this was I gave the universal symbol. What else can you do? I don't know. Maybe you needed the code word from that Australian guy. I don't feel like this was um, his first visit to oh, this particular yeah, establishment. I don't feel like he just all of a sudden yelped it and went there. And he He's just, like, give me the mean? number 86. Yeah. 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 
And although it was listed, it is the top result on Yelp. Now, someone for he's either been there before or yeah. someone he knows someone has recommended it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You're that big. That's you just don't roll into somewhere how, without having a heads that's up. How but, Ed found but, his but he's, but hang on. But, but this, this guy, guy, Calvin Harris, he's, he's famous in a certain world, but he's not like Taylor Swift. I would true. know if That's I saw her. But he's I, I honestly, there's no, if T- Calvin Harris were in front of my building and I, I passed him on the sidewalk, I would not know who he is. You wouldn't, but the paparazzi's all over him That's because true. of his connection yeah, to her. Because of his connection, yeah. He's, anyway, he, I've left her, my, her stank's rubbed I've left my him. favorite story to last. This is my favorite kind of celebrities go- um, gossip. Celebrities behaving like the overindulged megalomaniacs a lot of them are. Oh, I love these. Anne Hathaway was shooting a Japanese commercial on the Paramount lot last week when she ordered breakfast, a poached egg, along with an English muffin and avocado. Because it was not to her liking, she sent it back. Then she sent it back again, and then again, Mm -hmm. and then one more time. Mm -hmm. First try, poached egg too runny. Power move. Second try, English muffin was cold because it sat while egg number two was being poached. Third try. That's an issue. Egg number two, cold because it sat well. Chef toasted muffin number two. Yeah. Fourth try, egg, muffin, and avocado were perfect, but it took so long, she decided she was in the mood mm. for a fried egg. Well, she's, she's a monster because a poached egg is supposed to be runny. Okay. That's oh, yeah. the whole point well, of that's it. That's the whole point. Yes, a po- poached, first you of di- all. You didn't order a hard-boiled egg. Yes, yes. A poached egg is the best kind of egg. I feel like Anne Hathaway doesn't understand the, how eggs work. It's the best egg, eggs. It's the best egg preparation <laughs> And it's the best egg preparation because in the middle, there's warm, runny yolk to run wow. out all over whatever's underneath the poached egg. Yeah. yeah. This is yeah, exactly what a... the chef was saying. Yes. In the so kitchen. You can't say, oh, it's, but, oh, this poached egg's too runny. It's supposed to be fucking runny. What the fuck is it, wrong with you, Ed? Anyone who, who has worked in a restaurant knows, do not send something back. No, you, never. Yeah. You have your issues yeah. with it, and yes. then you move on. That's and you, right. if it if it was such an issue, yeah. then you don't go back. But you don't send things back no, because, no. especially you know, times. it was probably a good idea. She didn't touch that third or fourth set of eggs because there were definitely testicles on that, that meal. That's a great point. That's how I like my eggs. Hi yo. There was there was some seasoning on those eggs for mm. sure. Well, she's missed out on a good egg dish. Yes. <laughs> Eggs. I, mm-hmm. I'll take my eggs with testicles, please. <laughs> I'll take my eggs over testy. <laughs> All right, Kate, is that it? I mean, lots more jokes. Yes, yes. that's it. Okay. <laughs> Excellent job. Ed Daly, as always, fantastic job. Kate, as well, great job today. Good job, us. So Good job, team. We'll see. We're going to get back to this next week. That's been episode 91 in the books. For Ed Daly, for Kate McManus, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye, guys.